Sometimes a man just needs a breather She knows I love her and I need her And I'm no cheater Scrambled eggs in my brain. You know what I mean. Kept going round and round my brain, even though you probably don't know what I mean. Ping pong. Just if you want to go... Because in Hitler's day, in the Nazi thing, I said, hey, baby, let's cool it down. Nothing to do with that. I'm going to send my son around to beat you up. And it's all cool. And he was cool. And his son didn't come around to beat me up. I got blisters on my fingers. A bird is a girl. So I was thinking of a black girl. Screw your parents. You know, just sometimes you just sit down at a piano and sometimes there isn't a piano. There was a piano in my room. Hey girl, come on, let's get high. And let's get high on life. People are gonna think I'm desperate. But, but you go, no, people like that. Hey Jamesy, rock it man, I know you will. Do, 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 yeah. Oh cool. Hey Cockburn, it's me. I just hadn't heard from you since I've gone along. I afraid you'd show up someday old and gray-headed and wearing a beard and I wouldn't know who you was. <laughs> Sorry I missed your call. I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Welcome. Welcome to episode number 33. Episode 33. Of Unspoken Requests with Jared and Mike. Part 7 in part our 12 part. 7 in our 12 part saga. 24 hour episode recording. We, if you're just joining us here, have been recording since 6 p.m. 6 p.m. last night. We've been at it for 12 and a half hours. We have about 12 hours more to go. We have exa- actually we have exactly twelve hours to go. It's such torture. That's torture. We've made a big mistake, but we're gonna go through with this. Maybe I I am uh, physically starting to feel very bad. All right, I might but have to do this by myself. You might have to care. I mean, I'm in. I'm in. I'm just saying, feeling bad. Yeah, I feel bad too. This was a bad idea, <laughs> but now we know. That some th- of our ideas are bad. My throat is sore. My chest is a little, like, heavy. My neck hurts. My shoulders hurt. My eyes are getting heavier every by the second. My eyelids, I mean, not my eyeballs. But we got a job to do. And that job right now is Here to we are. back announce the music. <laughs> we just heard Friday Night Fever by George Strait. Before that, Jimmy E. World with their hit crush before that we heard Summerlands with the seventh seal right after we heard the lights go down by ELO before that we heard Chris William Chris Williamson with her song come hell or high water and to start off that nonstop rock block we hear the fire theft the summertime uh, speaking of that Jimmy Eat World song friend of mine recently texted me a photo of her LP copy of Clarity that her boyfriend had given her as a present. And 
it was um, had the proper track list. So the early version of that record, they put two bonus tracks between the next to last and last song. Because the last song is like 16 minutes, so they just put that on one side. Uh, and they interrupted the album with bonus tracks. I had a copy of that, and I ended up selling it because I hated that. <laughs> and she texted me a photo of hers, and it was the correct track order, and then the bonus tracks. So they've, yeah. they've fixed it oh, well, somehow. Good. Nice. Yeah. So you can stop boycotting Jimmy World. <laughs> I think that record's very good still. Yeah. I, I listen to it I a lot. I, I like, like it. it. I mean, it's sentimental, so it's hard to tell if it's good or if, it, if it's good and sentimental or if it's just sentimental. Yeah. But I, I think, think it's, it's a little of both. I think so too. I like it. Anyway, thanks for joining us once again. It's currently 6.35 a.m. on a Saturday morning as we record this. You're listening to this on the radio at 1 in the morning or on a podcast at any time you want to listen to it. At any time. As fast or slow as you want to listen to it. If you remember from two weeks ago, our friend James Mann had visited us in the studio. He is back once again today. Hello. Hi, Jim. Uh, Jim, you're going on, what was it, five hours of sleep? Yeah, I think so. Thereabouts? Right around that. Mm-hmm. Well, I wanted to uh, tell a secret to the audience. Oh, sure. Please. Uh, there was an idea floated out that uh, Mike and Jared would uh, go to sleep, just have a normal sleep, mm-hmm. and then pretend that uh, they continued for 24 hours. Yeah. And uh, that has possibly happened. Yeah, there's no way to know. So this whole 24-hour thing where they're acting like, uh, oh, I haven't got enough sleep, it's, uh-huh. uh, it may or may not be... Uh, Real. Yeah. You, there's no way for you to know. There's no way to prove what day we're actually recording this. Yeah. Whether we're faking it or whether it's real. I'm here to tell you from where I sit, it's real. Oh, yeah. It's real. <laughs> and it feels B-A-B. So. Bad, bad, yeah. I think currently is the longest I've ever gone, especially intentionally, uh, without sleeping. Really? It's been nearly even, 24 hours for me since I woke even, up. It's been, a, it's been 23 hours for me. What about when you, uh, I, uh, you know, after Asa was born, you guys were in the hospital? We still slept. Did you sleep at all then? Yeah. That was first, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well. <laughs> they actually, they they kept encouraging us to go to sleep. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. I mean, it wasn't easy to do, but they did encourage it. Yeah. Uh, which they would probably do now. If a doctor knew what we were doing, they would probably encourage us to get some sleep. Yeah. But, you know. The show must go on. It must. It, I mean, it must go on. <laughs> if it didn't, what would happen? I mean, I can't even fathom what. Yeah. What would happen? We would lose the trust of our <laughs> all dozen of our our listeners. Yeah, we wouldn't want that. I feel we set um, up this thing that didn't have to even exist as nope. a thing, and now we got to go through with it. 
thing is, if we bailed now, what do we do? Go to bed at 6.30 in the morning? Yeah, as if. I mean, sleep all day? Too late now. Then I'll throw off everything. We got to just wait until it's bedtime tomorrow. Mike, one time uh, we drove to uh, uh, Niagara Falls. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, what type of car did you have? It was a 1991 Ford Escort. And uh, we had planned on sleeping in the student union of some college, but there were these no trespassing, you will go to jail if you sleep here signs. Uh, So we just slept in the the escort. There was four of us boys. Plus luggage. Uh, Yeah, and uh, it was cold. It was cold, and that was... A tight pack. I was I was very pleased with how we did it. So we laid the seats down. James and our friend Tim laid in the back seats. We piled the luggage basically on top of them. Then our friend Nate and I got in the front seats and laid them back as far as we could without crushing those guys. And we all got <laughs> two hours or two and a half Something hours of like sleep. That. Yeah. Uh, after driving all night. Yeah. So and then we're back up and had a great day. That might have been. Uh, well, I don't know. And then that was the same week that we started the war with Iraq. Yeah. Good week. Yeah. All around. I also remember we were trying to find Niagara Falls. We got there, and it was dark. Yeah. It was like maybe 6 in the morning. And we couldn't... There was no one around, so we I put it our... earlier than that, like 3 maybe, or 4 yeah, in maybe. the morning, something like that. So we put the window down and just listened for the falls and drove around, because <laughs> you could hear it. Yeah, it, with it being dark and like not a lot of people there, and uh, it was pretty amazing for like it, uh, it was like we were discovering it for the first time. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what it was like. <laughs> <laughs> we felt like Lewis and Clark. Yep. Plus two other dudes. Yeah. Lewis and Clark <laughs> and Tim and Nate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And the reason why we went there was because uh, it was spring break. Uh, it was uh, we like we wanted to go to Cancun, but we didn't have any money, so we we had decided to go to uh, Medieval Times, right? I don't remember. Well, the plan was uh, to go to Medieval Times in Chicago. We looked up the price, and the price was expensive, as much as a trip to Cancun. And so we were like, let's just go to Niagara Falls, New York City, and Washington D.C., and just uh, not whatever we do. Uh, wait, what was that? Uh, our options are unlimited minus one because we were not going to pay for a hotel. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we ended up doing all of that for cheaper than uh, anything. Anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was a good trip. It was. You with us, Jared? I'm with you. Jared conked out for I'm a with you always. <laughs> Let's quit. Let's just quit. No way, man. I'm feeling good. We're good. All right. (laughs) (laughs) These these guys are acting. Should we should we join a gym? Right now? Yeah. There's a 24 hour one. Oh, we should do that thing that Niall was talking about, where you reach across and. Oh yeah. This does help. I'm already. I'm touching my right hand, my left foot. My left hand and my right foot. I'm doing it over and over again. And I'm waking up slowly, but sh- I'm coming out of this. Out of this funk. That should last for at least five minutes. Yeah, I think it's working. 
<laughs> Jared, is it working for you? Yeah. Jared, what was your best spring break trip that you've ever taken? You what? What college did you go to? He went to Taylor. Went to uh, Disneyland on a spring break. That was fun. Did you go by yourself? No, with some buddies from college. <laughs> okay, we got that. That was a good. That one. is done. <laughs> that that story is totally done. <laughs> that's it. And that's all. <laughs> Shocking to people, and I'm going to use that four-letter word, but I'm not going to say it, and I'm not going. I'm going to spell it out to you people, and I guarantee you that it'll shock you. The word is spelled F-E-A-R, and that's exactly what Dusty Rhodes is going to have whenever he steps into the ring with me, because I realize that the man is a drugged man. He's drugged on his own ego and whenever Dusty Rhodes thinks that he's so terrific he thinks he's so spectacular he thinks he has a great following he thinks that Uvalde Slim is fooling somebody it's not fooling anybody not me I'd like to say something else too about Ole Anderson's brother Lars Lars Anderson is dumb he is ignorant. He does not show any respect for his family name, like the Funk family has respect for each other, and a brother's fight should be not in public. I have no respect for Lars Anderson, and I have no respect for that fat, no good, egg-sucking cockroach, Dusty Rhodes, not whatsoever. Mr. Funk, let me ask you this. First of all, you are scheduled to wrestle against Uvalde Slim on the 19th at the Omni in Atlanta, not Dusty Rhodes. Listen, he will not have a place to wrestle because he will be barred from wrestling as soon as that mask is taken off from him. And he can go back to Fat City or wherever that he is. I've been to Fat City. It ain't so bad. <laughs> Those are some of the best insult combinations. Egg-sucking cockroach. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for those following along at home, that was our new segment in which we play a record by the band Cluster at the same time as playing a interview from Terry Funk. And that's the name of that segment. I like it. He's he's got a way on on the mic that I like. This is uh All right, it's 6:46 a.m. The sun's coming up soon. Hour 13. We're hour, an hour 13. The witching The sun hour. is starting to come up. The sky is changing color. It's brightening up out there. We can. I like. I like this. The spot we're in because you can see people eating their breakfast across the way. When should we get some breakfast? You know, what's high energy food? It's a good question. And how do we get our hands on it? 
a very good question. I uh, I wish I could put into words the way that I'm physically feeling right now. It's a little difficult to do. One, because of my t- state. And two, because I've never really felt like this before. <laughs> really? Yeah. I mean, this is your first time? Not quite like this. I mean, I've, I've been very tired and stayed up too late. But this is extreme. I've now been up for about 24 hours. Uh, and there's still 11 more to go. It's all going to be worth it, though. It's all going to be worth it. I listened to a podcast once about a guy who stayed up for like nine days straight or something. Whoa. And uh, it ruined his life. Yeah. Um, and uh, later in the podcast, they said, even daylight savings, like when you get one less hour of sleep, the amount of like heart attacks and strokes go up during that uh, that day when... Uh, so uh, it's really bad for your health. Wow. Could kill you. Dang. Well, I intend to get the sleep. I'm just not getting it right now. It, <laughs> no, that was the whole point. Somebody <laughs> is coming up. I think it's Rob. Ladies Rob, and gentlemen, please welcome, welcome to Rob the show. Well, <laughs> join us. There's another set of headphones here, too. Okay. Oh, I should. Yeah, pass them down. Sure. There you go. Switch. This is good timing, Rob. Thank you very much. Very wonderful. Rob Stockwell has joined the program. Rob, how you doing? Oh, good. still getting his headphones on. Oh, man. First snow. Yeah. First snow. Did you get caught in it at all? Not really. Just cleaning off the car, that kind of thing. In yeah. The Johnny, First can time. you bump the bed I music up a bit? I didn't really clean off my car. I just, uh, like... Tr- just Thank drove you. without being able to see on the way over here. <laughs> it's not that far, and I know the direction. There weren't cars out, so I just, just went for it. Just went for it. Rob, I suppose you got some sleep. I did. Not very much, but I got a bit. Yeah, how much? Four hours. Wow, so even less than Jimmy. Yeah, I probably got about five. Yeah, okay. All right, well. Would you like some pizza? No, I'm good. <laughs> you guys need any coffee? James, would you like some pizza? We had some a little while ago. Okay. Yeah. No, thank you. Okay. I was kind of wondering about your process on this because I don't know. If, can I talk about anything? Anything goes. Yeah, well, anything goes. I mean, whatever you can say on the radio, FCC yeah, regulations. This will no air swearing. on WFHB. Right. But so, you're, like, no you're making 12 episodes. Yes. You're, oh, yeah, yeah. That's no secret. You're like, what? How many hours in? Well, 12 hours, 12 hours 38 minutes okay. so far. Yeah. So, uh,. Yeah, I was just kind of curious about that. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, you're, you're. And they'll air every two weeks, two hours at a time. Yeah, and we have been, we have been, a- we've been billing this kind of as a document of our unraveling, our undoing. But Rob, it's also possible that they went to sleep, woke back up, and are. This is all a setup. You're here, you know that, it's but the audience doesn't. So this could be days later, whenever, normal time. Yeah. Yeah. That is very don't possible. Say that. We should, this awful feeling should there's no way <laughs> should uh, not be done in vain. How can you authenticate this sh- this these sorts yeah. of things? Can you hold up a particular? newspaper that says exactly what day it yeah. is? That's what we need to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Say, Eliza, what day is it? Show, show a newspaper to your audio listening <laughs> audience. 
Ask Siri oh. what day and time it is and see what she says. Like, where's my phone? Here it is. That's a good idea. Oh, I remember uh, earlier tonight when I was here, Jared, you mentioning that you had some diet, two liter of diet cherry coke. <laughs> it looks like you've gotten through most of that. Yeah. There it is. Would you like some? No, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, you came up a little in the last episode, actually. Right, right? Was it the last episode or was it the last hour? No, it was the last episode. Because uh, we were talking about those IU calendars with the basketball heads on them. Oh, that's And funny. that year old man painted those. That's right. Yeah. Well, for a while, anyway. Yeah. That's all. So, so like, what years are we talking? 70s, 80s, 90s? Mainly 80s. I think uh, early 80s to maybe early 90s, maybe late 80s. I can't remember. Cool. And and those, like, he painted the faces? Yeah. Um, yeah. He, uh, that's a weird thing because I, as a kid, I remember watching him do it. Once again, it was his process, but like he would get photos of the players. He had this crazy, crazy, ooh, I can't probably say that word. Sorry. (laughs) You're okay. (laughs) Um, one of these weird old school projector things where you put a piece of paper in it, had a huge lens and a big light and he'd project it on a screen then he'd put a piece of paper over it sketch it with a pencil then transfer that onto a canvas yeah and then he'd paint over that oh okay so that was cool it was kind of cheating i guess (laughs) no i think that's how most people do yeah it's a method kind of thing yeah I was wondering, like, uh, I, I mean, I do like the look of that with the painting and everything, but with that whole process, the time that it takes, and I'm sure he's getting, well, IU has lots of money, I'm sure, but... Oh, it uh, wasn't by IU, it was some other company Okay. that had a uh, contract. Like, two dudes would show up and, like, hire my dad, and it was funny to watch, it was very much like watching... Martin with those two dudes where he does those productions where it's like, oh, these are the guys making the money. Yeah. They're the ones who are organizing this whole thing and they're hiring some guy to do all the work. Yeah. And he's getting some money out of it. But really, he's doing everything. He's but doing the, the work. But the Perfect. other guys, the guys who are like the producers are the guys who are getting the work. Yeah. Getting I, the money. I guess my question is, is like, uh, it does. it's a cool style. It's great. Why would they not just use photographs? Yeah. I mean, I <laughs> sort of I think it's that weird same thing of like, why, why do they still do presidential portraits? Yeah, that is there's true. Some, there's like a we, I think a weird sort of like antiquated notion of like, like oh. paint is better, or like just like tradition, the tradition of it. Yeah, Rob, yeah. can you hold that a little closer to you? Okay, sorry. Thanks. There you go. Yeah, it's really bad that I would have that that. That poor of microphone skills. <laughs> After all the years of After complaining years about people's complaining microphone about skills. Mi- people's microphone ah. skills. Rob, can you tell the audience what you do for a living? I work at Community Access Television Services. Uh, technically, I don't know what my title is, but we refer to myself as the operations manager. And actually, uh, two shows didn't correctly processed tonight so I, I actually was in there earlier later tonight trying to fix them oh my gosh Ugh. what went on tonight so, cats week didn't didn't uh, work right and mpo from this afternoon didn't work okay. right so when they're speaking of paintings uh when something goes wrong like that and there's that painting of the guy with all the wires in his hands like 
We'll be right back. That's you. <laughs> Kinda, yeah. yeah. Sometimes. Definitely. Although, actually, really, that can almost happen to anybody who works there. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. The sun really is starting to come up now. The, the sky's turning blue from black rapidly. Yeah, and actually, uh, I don't know. Maybe both of you guys see that a lot, but since daylight savings time times ended, the front side of... Uh, Seeing the sun come up, I don't see that as uh, often as like, oh, yeah. seeing the sun go down. It usually comes up while I'm in the shower every morning. So when I get in the shower, it's dark outside, and then I, there's a little window in our shower, and I can see out the window. It kind of lightens up while I'm getting cleaned up for the day. <laughs> oh. <laughs> just lost in that sunrise. I was just got lost in the sunrise. This beautiful music. A beautiful yeah. sunrise yeah. over big red liquor. And <laughs> <laughs> the rent center <laughs> Are they building something else in that? Uh... A plasma donation center. Oh, that's convenient. Yeah. So if you haven't, uh, for, wait, for the for the TVs? Yeah. Next to the rent center <laughs> You give them plasma and they put it straight into a <laughs> television <TV>. set. <laughs> Have you guys ever given plasma? Never. I've given yeah. blood, but not plasma. It's uh, creepy. Because they put it. it back, right? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. It makes you feel. A and weird. the needle's like ten times the size of a, a needle that for oh, yeah. donating blood. I, I think I still have uh, a scar from plasma. Oh yeah, there it is. See that little dimple? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That's my plasma hole. Wow. Plasma in, I've given in Muncie, given in Kokomo, given in Bloomington to earn money. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's been like seven, fifteen years. How many times did you do it? Oh, I would go, I think, twice a week. Okay. Did you ever get uh, mono? No. Nothing I know of. It's like, if you, back then at least, probably still is, if you give the first time in a week, it's so much. If you give twice in a week, the second time, you get even more. So. It was a, yeah, it was the same way when I did it. Yeah. But uh, I think, actually, the prices have gone up quite a bit since was I did Was twice it. the maximum? A week, yeah. Yeah. I think. Yeah. What do they do with that stuff? I forget. I'm not exactly sure, but <laughs> but I only reached, like, probably three months ago, I gave blood actually outside the library. They brought the, the bus. The blood up. mobile, yeah. yeah. And uh, it was the first time I ever d- did it. And because of that, found out what my blood type was, downloaded the Red Cross blood donation app, found out I'm AB positive. Which is the best type to have for giving, getting blood, and the worst one for giving it. Oh, because you can you can receive anything, but someone has to have that for it to work. Exactly. Wow. But it also said something about like AB positive plasma um, is beneficial. So then I was like, well, man, maybe I should look into giving plasma again. James and I have a friend who has baby's blood. What does that mean? I can't remember. <laughs> let me, I can't remember. Let me, let me look at it. I can't remember who. What's, what's their initials? DR. Oh, okay. Let me see. Uh, baby's blood. I'm not going to get it put on a list for Googling this, am I? <laughs> are you are the talking about all the terrible the, things? You, are you on the dark web right now? <laughs> 
I feel like uh, my time might have come to an end here. You've, you've you reached, Jim, you're going to go pick up some Uber rides. I was yeah. wondering about that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, I've been thinking about texting you about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Are you going to drive, Rob? I was talking to James about it, like, when we were going up to your show. Yeah. And uh, I was saying I've been driving a decent amount, like, on weekend afternoons and thought, like, well, if I'm Might as well driving, get paid. Yeah. It's a good move. I've been thinking about it. Just a little part-time. Uh, I, I haven't found any really good info here, but I just know that a friend of ours has, uh, whose name is Death Row, uh, has a very special blood type that I guess babies have, but then usually you grow out of it, and he never did, so he's got baby's blood. Huh. But I don't know what that is Is it exactly. like O minus or O positive? It could be. I don't know exactly. I don't really understand blood types. How much blood is in a human body? Average. I'm guessing seven liters. Seven liters. What do you <laughs> use, what do you say, Jared? Uh, one dollar, Bob. Uh, I'm gonna say ten liters. Ten liters, Jimmy. Do we have to do liters? Can we do gallons? Yeah. Uh, okay, so I have <laughs> actually I have it in pints here. Pints. I don't know what a liter to a pint is. Do you yeah. have a, Do you want to change your guess? Two pints to a liter, I think. Are they exact? No, actually, liters are... Yeah, pints are... There's two liters in a uh, one of those bottles. <laughs> <laughs> Here, I'll, do, I'll look up a conversion. Two liters to uh, what Jared's drinking out of. Pints are two pints in a quart, four quarts in a gallon, and liters are the okay. metric system. So a liter is just under half a pint. Oh, okay. A liter is someone who... You can look to for advice. True enough. Like the president. Yeah. The president a is a true leader. The current president is our leader. Us. Yes. He leads us. Yeah. So how and many? Less than a pint. <laughs> yeah. He's about half of a pint. Half a pint. <laughs> um, so we're going with pint. You can go either way, and we. Can, I've got the conversion here. So okay. Wait, did you already tell us what the conversion was? Because I was just... A liter is about half of one pint. I'll say 10 pints. 10 oh, pints. So you're pints? saying about 20 liters. No, oh. you're saying 5 liters. Okay, yeah. Uh, so let's go. We're going to go with 9 liters. 9 liters. <laughs> so 9 liters, that's 18 pints. Yeah, I, I, I think that's Think right. about a pint of Guinness. Uh... Well, what is my body mostly oh. made out of? Water? Is the water... You know how your your body's made out of... Like 110% water? Yeah. But how much of that water is blood? Blood is... Blood well, is thicker than water, actually. Well, and actually, I think if you say blood, I think a lot of your water is in your blood. Yeah. So how much... Oh, so if you take out... So are you, you just talking about red blood, red blood cells only because the plasma does not count? No, I'm t we're not talking about water. We're talking about blood. But, but if, uh, if you cut like, me okay, and so I bleed out, that is what we're talking about. Okay, yeah, okay yeah. but how much, if I just, if I cut my hand off and just coffee, hang upside down and bleed out through my armhole, how much could I fill? Yeah, and a lot of that is water. Yeah, but that that's... Included so, in the blood. Yeah, and you got all these tiny capillaries. I think it's a lot. I what did I say before? Nine? You said eighteen pints. Eight you said nine liters. Yeah. Eighteen pints. What was your guess? 
10 liters. 10 liters, 20 pints. 20 pints. And Rob? I'm going to go back to 7 liters. 7 liters, 14 pints. Yeah. The correct answer is an average adult has between 9 and 12 pints of blood in their body. 12 pints? Yeah. So wait, how many liters? Between <laughs> four and a half and six liters. I meant pints. <laughs> 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 okay, size yeah. a little little high. Yeah. An average sized woman has about nine pints this of blood. Be, so I'm guessing I'm a twelve pinter. <laughs> you guys could do this as a new segment. Guess the amount of blood in a person. Yeah. A given individual. Or, yeah. or not a segment. It'd be more like a, a carnival game. Like, how many <laughs> pints of blood do you think Manute Bull had? <laughs> Manute Bull? Yeah. yeah. Is he still with us? No. I'm sorry to remember say. When he what? Was, uh, remember when he uh, uh, played with the Indianapolis Ice Hockey Team for oh. a, a uh, an event? It was just like a publicity thing. That sounds familiar, actually. Yeah. Wow. Do you know the year that Manute Bowl died? 2005. 2005. What do you guys guess? This is a good <laughs> contest. <laughs> this is good. <laughs> I guess 2002. What? 5 2. Is there any way? <laughs> this could also be a good carnival game. <laughs> step right up. Step right up. Guess, guess the year Manute Bowl died. died. <laughs> I'm going to go 2011. 2010. Oh. Ooh, yeah. Good one, James. You're yeah. very close. But Price is Right rules, he went over. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's true. You're out. <laughs> oh, so, Jared, you get the vacation to the Bahamas. <laughs> oh, his age was only a guess. Really? Yeah. Oh, because they don't know exactly when he was born. Birth date, said to be October 16th, 1962, possibly much earlier. Died June 19th, 2010. Said to be aged 47. Huh. Wait, hold on. Yeah, that happens sometimes with... Uh, oh, there was a pitcher on the Cleveland Indians. I forget his name. He had said like he was five years younger so that uh, the scouts would take him. Wow. And he ended up being good, but like they wouldn't have taken him if they thought he was like well into his 20s yeah. or something like that. Hmm. Yeah. I wonder if that's uh, the, a similar thing that happened uh, with Manute Bowl. Uh, what do you guys think is the best uh, Don Bluth film? What's, I don't know if I can name a Don Bluth film. I know the name, but I can't uh, remember. The Land Before Time, The Secret of Nymph. Oh, s- okay. An American Tale, All Dogs Go to Heaven, Rockadoodle. Oh, Rockadoodle, probably. I'm kind of partial to Secrets of Nymph. Nim because I is saw that how that you say one. it? Nim. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. I might say that. That one or American Tale. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't even know what Rockadoodle is. American Tale. My cousins used to like Rockadoodle. Lame I never saw time. it. It's the Elvis Rooster one. Yeah. Ha. <laughs> I have seen a poster for that before. I don't that think I've seen any of those movies all the way through. I've seen a little bit of All Dogs Go to Heaven. I've seen a little bit of American Tale. Did he do Goes West as well? Nothing I know of. Because <laughs> I've seen part of that. My lungs are the thing that feels worse on me right now, which is I feel a little bit worried because of that. I can go get you a clove cigarette if you like. You know what I've got is some... Uh, <laughs> I've got... Uh, today's episode of Unspoken Requests has been brought to you by... No. Umka Cold Care. 
By nice. nature's way. Unka? Umka. Umka. This is what the lady at Fresh Time um-ka. recommended to me. Umka. I'm going to take another swig. It's been uh, it's been 13 Probably hours since I had any. Maybe you need some like Vicks Vapor Rub. Oh, that this is menthol. This has menthol oh, okay. uh, in that same way as Vicks. So here goes. Bottoms up. Into the afternoon today, you guys have uh, lots of guests lined up. I'm not sure. Uh, potentially. Yeah. We've actually twice now. We have had unexpected guests come just in the nick of time. Rob being one. Yeah. And David Woodruff showed up earlier, right in the nick of time. Yeah, Jamesy. James did the same. Yeah, three. Uh, how long? I had mentioned to Jared I was going to come. I don't know if he had mentioned to you, Michael. But yeah. When did you get here, James? What time did I get here? I don't know. You got here at like five. Not. Four, it was before five. Five. Yeah. I was yeah. here last night. Actually. Uh, yeah. When last time I was in here, there were like six guys in here, and you guys were talking to somebody who I think maybe had their own radio show or something. Oh, we've talked to a few people who work in radio. Okay. Yeah. Oh, on the phone. Yeah. 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 And uh, some like earlier today or earlier yesterday last or night. a different. Yeah, I guess it was yesterday. Yeah. I'll tell you that uh, yeah. is a weird thing. You guys keep saying yesterday and last night, and the perception of what is yesterday and mm-hmm. last night to me is so mixed up right now, and <laughs> it's kind of driving me batty. Yeah. I can understand that. Yeah. yeah, that happens every day when I'm working because uh, I sleep a different schedule than the clients are. Yeah, and uh, they're talking, and they stay up way past midnight and. So it's it's always confusing to talk about if it's today, yesterday, or tomorrow. Yeah, that's very funny. Uh, <laughs> are you are you getting ready to go drive? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I can hang out, but like, I just figure uh, I've been here long enough. It's your turn. We do have to take a break here in about three minutes, just so you know. Yeah, actually, two minutes. I might swing back uh, later into the afternoon, but you guys will probably have given up a, by then. Oh, <laughs> possible. <laughs> Uh, or overwhelming amount of guests, and you that guys happened. could take you guys could take a nap, and they could take over at that point. That's true. Last night at ten thirty, we had an overwhelming amount of guests because we had a room full of people and a phone call, two phone calls, <laughs> and it all just piled up all of a sudden. Everyone was very cool and helpful to us, but it was a little overwhelming. I think that's a, about when I left. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Niall was here. Yep. Uh, Orlando or Torlando, yeah. and then. Uh, handful of people i didn't really know yeah you guys are talking to some guy on the phone it was kind of fun though watching you guys do your thing yeah yeah that's good i was worried we were being a little irritating but i'm glad it was at least a spectacle yeah <laughs> yeah well and then you had hair being cut yeah still yeah on the side. that is one thing about uh life. that i didn't really consider about this series that we're doing this 24-hour unwinding unraveling series i mean we do this anyway to an extent but we've just been talking about the same stuff now this is our seventh episode it's gonna go on talking about the same (laughs) stuff and sort of rehashing the same stuff a couple months later still (laughs) it's gonna be six months and it's like yeah we get it you had a haircut party move on my God! <laughs> oh, right. I'm gonna try yeah. and swing back in into the afternoon and oh, see if you we, guys good because we have to take a break. Actually, immediately. right now. Thanks right. for being here. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
we're back. That was Camera Obscura. Still kicking. Yes, that was Camera Obscura with Honey in the Sun from their album My Maudlin Career. Before that, we heard Anita Baker with Sweet Love. James left us. You heard that right at the end of the last segment before the break. So now it's me, Jared, and our buddy Rob Stockwell. Thanks for being here, Rob. Thanks for joining us, Rob. We appreciate it. Saturday morning. The sun just came up. It did, and it helps. It helps. And I took some medicine, which helped. So uh, drugs and sunshine is all you need. You don't even have to sleep. <laughs> that's right. Sleep. Speaking of which. Overrated. That's, <laughs> that's true. Uh, during the break there, um, we were talking to Rob some more, and just about our plight here, uh, doing a 24-hour recording and staying up. Well, we'll ultimately, if I go to sleep right after we record this, I will have been up for about 36 hours. And uh, Rob threw down some information that I did not know. Do you want to tell us what that was? Yes. Uh, I've had, in my life, I've had several bouts of insomnia. I'm not exactly sure why. Um, and the longest I've been awake was sixty, about 61 hours. Wow. 61 hours and you're doing fine so we'll yeah. be okay but <laughs> I, I have to admit like uh, the time before that was around 48 hours oh my gosh. and uh, that time I got to the point where I was definitely having serious visual hallucinations same with the 61 hour 61 hour time where catnapping in there at all or just straight up awake that awake way. wow yeah, and I was actually, I was telling Annie last night, like, uh, there's this weird thing where if you, and you guys could try this if you really want to <laughs> press your luck at some point, but like, uh, I found like, uh, the first couple times, like I, I, this 36 hour thing, like I've done that so many times, like, um, although actually after I'd done both of, had both of those the insomniac ones, yeah. events, um, that that's not too hard for me or like conceptually it's not too hard for me but like um the first couple times where i was up to the point where it's like okay i should be able to go to sleep right now but for some reason because i've been up for so long i can't go to sleep it's almost like that weird it's it's like one of those weird things of like um it doesn't make any sense but it's like I should be able to crash hard right now because I've been awake for so long and for some dumb reason I'm thinking about it too much or like whatever. It's the opposite. So basically I found like the first couple times I got to like 48 hours, it was like, why? This is ridiculous. And this is that element of like feeling like, okay, I'm having an insomnia type event where it doesn't make any sense that I can't go to sleep right now. I'm physically, mentally exhausted but I can't go to sleep. And so then it was like, I think the, the time where I got to 61 hours, I was like, this is ridiculous. I've been up like, I'd already gotten to the point where it's like, okay, it's been two days. This is, I'm definitely going to be able to go to sleep soon. And then it was like, well, I guess I'm going to be up for forever. Another fifth. <laughs> I actually t- 
told Annie last night, like, I actually was getting a little bit scared about there's something wrong with this. Like, in that way where I don't know if you guys ever were into, like, Ripley's Believe It or Not or anything Oh, sure. Like that. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid, supposedly some guy laughed for seven days and died. Whoa. Back in the late 1700s, yeah. according to Ripley's Believe It or Not. But, like, that, there's that. I knew I wasn't anywhere near that. And there was a radio lab not that long ago. Maybe you guys heard it, but actually, oddly enough, I think... Um, a radio show back in the 60s where a guy stayed up for oh seven days. Someone mentioned this a few hours ago. I forget who it was, but so, maybe David Woodruff. Yeah, I forget. Someone sense. brought that up. Yeah. And then some guy decided to, to try to break the record and stayed up for like 11 days. Um, but that's just... I, I have experienced a little bit of what you were saying just in daily life where it's like, I mean, it's on a much smaller scale, but it's like, uh, if I, if it's 10 o'clock and I'm starting to wind down and feeling tired, it's like, oh, if I hit the pillow right now, I would conk out, but then I'll stay up until 1230. And then at 1230, it's like, why can't I fall asleep? I pushed through the barrier and now I've ruined it. And I am a little bit afraid of that after this, when we wrap this up, if all goes well, when we wrap up, it'll be, you know, 7 o'clock or so. 6.30, 7 o'clock. Uh, and it won't be quite bedtime, but will I crash out right then? Or will I be up until 11 and then 12 and then what's going to happen? Hopefully, I just conk out. I have a feeling I can. Yeah. Because I don't do this kind of thing. I'm I'm like, I, we were talking to James about it when he was here last, uh, last uh, hour, but... I'm like an eight, seven to eight hour a night kind of guy. What is the feeling of insomnia? Like I, I've had bouts where I had trouble falling asleep or even last night actually, I woke up much earlier than my alarm and had trouble dozing back off, but I eventually did. What is the feeling of insomnia compared to just the struggle of trying to fall asleep when you're thinking too much or whatever? I mean, that's a good question because like I've only, I only came to that sort of that I mean that's total self-diagnosis based on some of my friends that have had similar uh, experiences where it's just like I mean your mind just keeps you awake like you can't rest your mind Um, I mean everybody has it but it's usually like one of those things like even if you know it's like I'm oh wow I stayed up too late it's 1am I'm gonna try to go to sleep and then it's 4 a.m. Why can't I go to sleep? And then finally, like, okay, I fall fall asleep. And then I'm maybe you only end up, you know, getting four hours of sleep yeah. or whatever. But like, this is like one of those weird things, like we were talking about earlier. Um, when I started working at Cats, like most of the work was at night, but certain shoots would be. At six, very early in the morning, six thirty <laughs> in the morning, and so I'd be like, normally I go to bed at four in the morning, but I needed to be up at six, and it's like if I, I already knew about myself that if I have less than three hours of sleep a night, I will just sleep through an alarm. Yeah. So I would start to get anxious about the idea of like I'm not going to be able to wake up and get to work if I go to sleep, and so then I'd start thinking about that, and it'd be like, Shh. oops, you're okay. Um. I'm, I'm not going to be able to get three hours of sleep. I'm not going to be able to wake up 
and I'm not going to be able to get three hour, more than three hours of sleep, so I'm just going to get up, start drinking coffee, stay up, and just push through. And it'd be like one of those weird things that, I mean, it is that weird thing of like, if you um, don't get sleep and you do it enough, it's like you drag at certain points, but you do get your third wind and then you get it again. Yeah. And then you get it again. And that was like the, the time that I was up for 61 hours. I got my third wind so many times. <laughs> uh, and actually, the, I didn't. I don't think I mentioned this. One of the times before that, when I was living in Madison, Wisconsin, I was in one of one of these. It was actually maybe the first time this happened to me. And I was driving. So I'd already been up like 36 hours. And then I decided to drive back from Madison to Bloomington at like, I don't remember what the circumstances were, but I was getting into Bloomington. at something like two in the morning. So I'd been driving for six hours. And I was driving, I think, between Spencer and Bloomington. Mm -hmm. And, man, I was like, I don't think I should be driving. I've been <laughs> up for too long. Yeah. I mean, it's probably like one of those weird things with, like, truckers, you know, and them saying, like, we can't have you guys driving for 18 hours or whatnot because your faculties are yeah. compromised. Compromise. I d I d driving puts me to sleep. Like nothing else. I can be wide awake, get in the car, start driving, and it will lull me like a baby to sleep. It's a little bit... I've never I've never felt in danger, but I have felt at risk. <laughs> driving. I was saying also earlier, on the other side of that coin of insomnia, we had a roommate here for a while in this house who uh, was narcoleptic. I never really saw him fall asleep accidentally, but he would sleep a lot and sleep hard. He was med well medicated. And did he have any stories of, of that happening Yeah, to him? he did. I can't remember any in this state that I'm currently in, but uh, he did have stories um, about, you know, discovering it and how that all kind of played out, that sort of thing. I wonder if we could get him on the phone later. He might call in. I haven't talked to him in a while. That'd be fun. I think we're putting Jared to sleep. Oh, yeah. He's been, this ha this happens in a normal episode where I'll start asking a ton of serious questions to somebody and Jared will just politely listen and uh, let me get more serious than is very fun. And uh, <laughs> But this time around, it gives him a chance to take a nap, which is nice. <laughs> How are you feeling over there, bud? You know, uh, just because we haven't been to sleep, I'm feeling a little tired. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, otherwise, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm riding high. You just need some more cherry cola, man. Yeah, That's right. all you need. We should start thinking about food before too long. Oh, yeah? Well, I mean, it's going to be... Do you maybe go get us some croissant sandwiches? No, I do not want a croissant sandwich. <laughs> I'm already feeling a little bit nauseous. Just oh. slightly. Okay. Mainly my throat hurts, though. Hmm. I don't know. That sounds good. Nothing. Uh, okay. But I do feel like I ought to eat something. It might give me another little boost of energy. Yeah. When, when did we eat that pizza? Like 11? Yeah. <laughs> oh, so you guys finally got a pizza? We did, yeah. We got a pizza. Because when I was in here, there was some kind of dilemma about getting a pizza ordered. Yeah, we got that all sorted out. And not only did they bring us our pizza that we ordered, 
but our pizza plus half of someone else's order that they accidentally delivered to us as well. That's funny. Yeah, I felt bad for them. I'm assuming Dave Walter didn't show up. He didn't. I I opened the invitation to him, and he said he was busy with some stuff, but that it might... He had a wedding to DJ today, uh, okay. so he was going to try to get some rest. But, um, So, yeah, I, I didn't rule him out, but... We, yeah, we've been meaning to get Dave on for a while, actually. Well, he came in to work a couple of days ago and uh, wasn't feeling so good, and was. It's reminding me you, you talking about wanting some food, but not feeling like there's anything you want to eat. It was a similar thing. Like he was saying, like, I feel like I need to eat some food, but I need something that's. It seemed like he wanted something that was almost non-existent. Like I, I said. How about oyster crackers? He's like, ah, oh, there's wheat in that. Oh, it's yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Well. And finally, at some point, Adam's like, how about a Butterfinger? He's like, ah, oh, that's pretty close. That doesn't sound too bad. <laughs> so I think he took the Butterfinger. It's hard to imagine Dave passing on candy. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> He's a real candy head. What do you got cooking over there, Jared? Okay. Just going through my, my, my stuff. Oh, okay, good. That's fine. Yeah. My for my activities. Yeah. Rob, you were talking I earlier need about this table for my activities. <laughs> <laughs> you were talking earlier about driving. You were talking about potentially driving for Uber, but before that, something I've known you to do lately is go for a cruise. Yeah. But you didn't used to do that. I've known you a long time. It seems like a recent development. Cruising. Yeah, because I have a decent car. You got a car you can trust. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, for years I had a car that I that I only took routes in town that that didn't go over twenty five miles an hour. Like I knew all these ways <laughs> to go around town by only taking routes that were only a speed limit of twenty five to thirty miles an hour. So you were like the opposite of the Waze app. You knew the slow routes. To yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> knew the slow routes. That's pretty good. And that was okay, but the other thing I was telling this guy, that this buddy of mine, Tyler, who sh- uh, stopped by Cats today, um, before, basically, the beginning of 2017, I hadn't had a car with a working radio since I was probably 22. Wow. I had a curse of always getting used cars that as soon as I got them, even if they had a working radio, within six months to a year, for some reason, the radio quit working. Which is funny because when I was a teenager, one of the absolute best things about having a car was like, hey, I can go drive and listen to music. Yeah. Totally. So it was a bit of a curse for me. One of the lesser known Stockwell curses. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but so yeah, like um, I've definitely, and I know it's not, it's it's not good for the carbon footprint thing, but uh, definitely. Well, you're not a multinational corporation either. That's true. You're just some guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but driving around, listening to music uh, has definitely become like a a little bit of a pastime for me in the last, I guess, year. Yeah. Year and a half. You mentioned that we'd known each other for a while. Can you uh, believe that we've known each other for 10 years now? I was going to say, I thought that was about right. Yeah. 
Isn't that funny? Mm-hmm. And it's funny, too, because I still remember... I think it was before you started working at Cats, but you came in and popped your head into the door while we were having a meeting because you were going to be either starting the week after that it was i don't exactly remember the circumstances so i yeah it was weird i had had a phone interview uh with two of our bosses but i was on tour i was in the parking lot of a chinese restaurant and did a phone interview uh and then they still wanted me to come in and like i wasn't hired but they were like come in for like a second we want to meet you and kind of do things. I came in and met with Adam. And basically, that was at that point when it was like, okay, we're going to hire you. After I had like a 20-minute hang with Adam. But I did. I knew Zach right. previously. He and I were in college together. And so I popped my head into the meeting. And uh, you guys all were... Uh, you had kernels of popcorn on the table with cell phones around them. Because someone had oh, seen a right. video... That's right. Trying, and I was like, this is going to be the best job ever. <laughs> we were all trying to get the, yeah. Oh, man. Someone had I seen a video it. of popcorn being popped with, like, flip phones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had totally forgotten about that bit of it. That's that was so my, funny. like. Did it work? No. No. It was a hoax. That was my sort of visual introduction to cats. Because I otherwise didn't exactly have a grasp on what we did. But, yeah. Ten years, me and Rob. Yeah. Well, it's uh, I I was telling Asa last night like uh, I was like Addison and I uh, we've got a new thing we're playing with yo-yos. He's like, oh, I've got a yo-yo. I was like, well, does he? I don't know. Did he bring it out? <laughs> no. I I wonder. I almost bought one for him the other day because I didn't think he had one. As like a or surprise. maybe he said he. I thought he said he had one, but maybe he just said he he may he's played with one. I don't remember. I thought that's what he said, but. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this to you, but like the other day, like you pr- maybe you saw Addison's thing, but like our thing is like we've pretended that we've got yeah. this new tradition. Yo-yo club and jazz. Yeah, we play jazz <laughs> <laughs> and operate our yo-yos. Yeah, and uh, we were doing it the other day, and some woman came by. And was like, "Oh boy, you've got a nice job. You just get to sit there." <laughs> it's like definitely one of those things of like. You're having too much fun. Yeah. And it's just like, eh. Yeah. I mean, this is this feels like inside baseball a little bit for a public radio show, but I feel like our job is a, fu- is a very strange and funny one. Adam has described it before in a way that I think is poignant, where it's like, it's like 80% pretty relaxed, but then 20% of it is as stressed as you can be at work. Yep. <laughs> And I've definitely felt that. There have been moments where it's like everything's riding on you making a decision right then. Uh, or a lot of people could be upset. <laughs> I mean, I feel like in a... Or something could be ruined. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like it's in a weird way, like a lot of... Um, like public servant jobs. Like I'm guessing if you're a nurse riding around in an ambulance... Yeah. If it's a slow night, what are you doing? Yeah, right. Well, I mean, I guess, you know, the fire department's a good example of that. I, I know some firemen, and it's like, there's the guy here locally who uh, plays the bagpipes, you know? Uh, or, 
you know, they play cards. There's, it's, you know, you always see this sort of caricature of firemen playing cards, and then the bell goes off, and they have to jump up or eating Chinese food or whatever. Uh, yeah, it's a similar thing. I'm not, I mean, we're not saving lives necessarily, exactly. but uh, it is a similar kind of dynamic between right. like just waiting. We're waiting around for something to go wrong, and we're the only people who know how to fix it. <laughs> totally. Yeah. For those people who are listening that don't know what Rob and I do, we work for a uh, an access. A cable access television station here in Bloomington, uh, housed in the public library. Come by and see us sometime. We'll uh, hook you up with a camera, and you can make some television programs for us. Yep. It'll be great. Or come on out to a city council meeting, give a public comment, let the city council know just what you think, and we'll document that. It's a good job. Library. We're all three library boys here. Yeah. It's about, uh, six, about six and a half years for me. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's longer than I thought. Wow. April 2012. This is my 10th year. You started just before me, is that right? I think two years before okay. you. Okay. I started in like May of two th- 2006. I okay. Think. But it's, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, it's a weird thing. Like, uh, I mean, I grew up in Bloomington and grew up as a kid remembering going to the public library. It was a different place back then um, as far as like infrastructure wise, but like as an institution, like uh, it's one of those weird things where I think I took it for granted until I started working there. Um, But uh, an awful lot of amazing stuff happens there. Yeah. It's pretty incredible. Uh, You know what? Actually, we were home last weekend, my hometown, uh, for my grandparents' uh, 60th wedding anniversary party. And I forget what we were doing, but Asa and I were driving around, running an errand or something. And uh, we drove by the library, the first public library that I went to in Warsaw when I was like a teenager. Uh, and I pointed at you and I said, Asa, this is the library where I used to go when I was like a kid and he reacted in a way I wasn't expecting where he was just kind of like whoa cool because it was different than his library you know the one in my hometown is more like Carnegie looking like stately kind of uh, <coughs> but yeah in high school I came to really love the public library I was broke you know and like uh, was interested in music but had no access to it but you could borrow CDs from the library which blew my mind. <laughs> I know. I, I used to do that with our library. Uh, same thing. It was like, I think at some point, it was just like, a similar thing. It's like, okay, I, I can't buy any, I've got, I've got some albums, I've got some CDs, can't buy any more. Someone's like, well, you know, you could check it out from the library. Yeah. It's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> could do What? For how much? Free. Uh, I also discovered, not discovered, but my first access to the internet was at my public library when I was a kid. And that really, I used to get off work at the hardware store at like 7.15, 7.30, drive to the public library and use the internet until they closed at 9 before I would go home. Uh, and what was I doing? I had an e- I set up an email address. I would go to... 
uh, record label or band websites mm-hmm. and see what was going on, and they would never update them. But it was just like I would always go and check to see if there's any news. Uh, there was like the Yahoo chat room thing that I would participate in just a little bit. But it was just like, the internet is here. Here it is. Yeah, I do love a library. I was thinking the other day, walking around downtown on my way to work, uh, just like how much I enjoy working for the government and particularly for the library. Just personally, it was just like, oh, I don't think I would hack it very well in a private sector job, but I'm like built for government work. (laughs) Mentally, I think. (laughs) It's a funny thing to realize. Yeah, that I, I sometimes think about, I wonder about that myself because, um, like, I had a lot of private sector jobs, and this is really actually the first job I've ever had that was um, kind of public sector, and uh, it's the longest job I've had by far. Me too. And uh, there's certain things about it that I I sometimes think like, well, this doesn't make any sense. Seems really inefficient, and there's certain things about it that are kind of bureaucratic that are different (coughs) in a way from like private sector stuff but I think um, like that's like one of those weird things that I think um, like my brother Will um, works for um, I don't know some big company and uh, he's like a in marketing or something like that and it's like oh there's bureaucracy and private sector stuff too and it, that's like one of those things growing up and thinking like oh I'm going into the workplace oh private sector public sector totally different and it's like not really there's a lot of the similar stuff it just kind of it's a little it's just it's it operates a little differently just like in that same way of like even like figuring out how to pay bills or whatnot like yeah. the thing of like like in at the library like trying to figure out like oh can we do this well we got to put it in front of the board um and there are all these laws that govern everything in this way that's a little bit different like with uh private sector stuff where it's like well there might be a board but probably they're just gonna um prove it on the backside of it as opposed to you needing to go and getting permission for it just it's i don't know it's an interesting thing i think there's also a weird uh similar but dissonant dynamic between like private sector you you have to be concerned about your how you're perceived a little more or at least in a different way where it can affect your bottom line oh our image can affect how much money we're either going to make or how much money everyone can get paid or if we're going to remain in business or whatever. So you have to kind of be concerned about that. Whereas with the library is a good example, but maybe other government stuff too. I don't know exactly, but you're still concerned about your image. You want to come off well, but your goal is to be for everyone. And so uh, I feel like there's a different kind of pressure. Pressure's relieved in a way, for me, my personality, it's like the pressure of trying to please the people whose money we want is lifted. And now we just have to be good for the community. And if we if we can prove that we're good for the community, 
which to me feels like a more doable task. <laughs> that's, uh, I, that's a really, uh, yeah, I, I agree with that totally. That's a really good point. I think that's right. Feels That feels like a, it's still pressure, but it's more feasible to me and more knowable. You can look around your community and see what the needs are and then, uh, you know, uh, see to them. Uh, well, but if you're just trying to guess at what people want to spend their money on, that seems much harder to do. Yeah, well, and actually, as far as like feeling like something is a better fit for your personality or something, um, which I agree with, too, to me, that notion is easier to internalize, just <coughs> personally. Like, the idea of, like, oh, I want to try to help this, I want to try to help facilitate this for this member of the community because that's my job versus like I want to try to make a buck off this person <laughs> that's I'm not really that motivated by that as yeah. much as just like internalizing like I want to try to be helpful yeah um, or when it's like your job is to because this I think I think this is the setup for both of those sets of jobs it's like your job is to solve this problem whatever it may be but with the government job, it's like your job is to solve this problem, and that's it. <laughs> but then the other one's like your job is to solve this problem, maximizing the amount of money that <laughs> comes out of it. Yeah. <laughs> There's just an added layer. Yeah. Yeah. Jared, you doing all right? You're looking rough, bud. I'm great. <laughs> Do we need to open? We can open these blinds and get a little more sunshine in here. Let me do that. My eyes have started watering. Let me get some Maybe more sunshine on them. It, what, I can't tell. Is it blood coming out of my eyes? It's just a little bit of blood. Wait, blood's coming out of my eyes? <laughs> yeah, but can you guess how many liters uh, it is? feels like a pint. Hey, at least it matches your shirt. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, there we go. Oh, yeah. That's great. Yeah. There is snow on the ground. Yeah. It's wild. It won't last long, but it is out there. First snow. First snow. Unbelievable. Yeah, actually, when I was leaving here last night, um, it had started, and then I think I went to bed around 1 and it was pretty much what it is right now. So I don't know. So like, so I think it mainly snowed from like 11, 8, 11 p.m. to I don't know midnight last night. What do you got cooking for the rest of the day, Rob? I'm gonna try to get, stop by the homemade market. Oh yeah, cool. Uh, then a friend of mine is, uh, and I, if I was a better friend, I would remember what her store's name is and plug it but I'm going to drive down to Louisville <laughs> and she's opening a store uh, it's like her opening tonight oh so cool gonna, or Sweet. actually today she's opening from like 10 to 7 but I'm going to try to get there around 3 and then I probably have to go into cats and figure out why what some stuff, stuff didn't, didn't work, work last night if you have time when you get to Louisville I'd recommend stopping in guest room records good spot and also, what's that other place? Fat Rabbit? Is that what it's called? I've never been. Oh. It's like a cool, like, antique store slash vintage shop. 
think it's called Fat Rabbit. What are both of these things like in the Bardstown area, or do you know? Not not on Bardstown, but uh, not. I mean, in like the cool spot, but I forget what street those things are on. Did you ever go to Ear Ecstasy when that was up? Oh yeah. God, I loved that place. I loved that place. I knew so many people who worked there. Really? Actually, that friend of mine, Tyler, who just stopped in at Cats yesterday, used to work there. Did you? When were you down there? It's down there twice. It was down there first time between '99 and 2001, and then like 2004 and 2006. Did you ever know that band Elliot? That sounds familiar. I was a casual fan of that band. I had one album of theirs and liked it quite a bit. Um, maybe I'll play a song at the end of this episode from that record. That's a good one. Um, but I, re- I was a casual fan of that band, and I was pretty young the first time I went to Ear Ecstasy. And I remember seeing the guitar player from that band working there and being a little bit, not starstruck, because I didn't really know, I, I didn't know that much about the band, but it was just like, wait a minute. The guy from this band that I like is just working in here for fun? <laughs> working in a record shop that's so cool? And it was like, uh, it was like awe-inspiring. I mean, I'm sure he was working there because, not for fun, but because he needed to make a living. But as to my young mind, it was just like, wow, what a neat guy. I mean, it was that way the whole time. Every time I, while I lived there and would go in there, I felt it was kind of that way. Oddly enough, uh, it's like one of those weird things where like, I feel that way about sometimes with the library and it's like, uh... God, who did I run run into? I can't remember, but like, just even like you working there, Addison working there, all these musicians working there, um, artists working there, like people who are doing other stuff in the community. It's yeah. like one of those weird things where like, if you run into these people in the community and you're like like what they do, and then you just see them working at the library, it's like, whoa, that's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. Like when I was down there, there were so many musicians and bands that you would go out and see. And it'd be like, oh, holy cow, they're working at Ear Ecstasy. And it was, you'd be like, well, that's kind of neat. Not putting together in your mind, because you're like me, I'm working at a restaurant, yeah. washing dishes. Right. And so it's like, <laughs> not only, you know, I'm a musician too, but they've got a cooler job yeah. than me. <laughs> How did they get that job? <laughs> it's good. Oh. oh, man. Okay, I think... Uh, Jared, let's play some music to end this show. That's a great idea. Uh, and then I'm going to see what Jess is up to. She said, mentioned that she might want to join us. She mentioned last night, but maybe Arrow slept, which would be good. Um, yeah. It'd be fun to have her in. Um, so do you have something to play? I'm going to try to f- grab that Elliot CD if I have it up there. I think I do. I do. You got something. Yeah, we should, uh, during the break, maybe think about food as well. I'm always thinking about food. 